Ellen White wasn't the first or only person to receive visions during this time period. Two men also received the gift of prophecy, but each one would have vastly different experiences and outcomes in their lives and ministry. God often overlooks people that are qualified in an earthly sense and uses those whom others might not. Academic qualifications, eloquent speech, and a popular personality are all valued by society, but God looks for the person who is humble, who if they are used will bring honor to God. The first person worthy of our mention is William Foy. William Foy, an African-American, was known as an exceptional speaker and was in his early 20s in 1842 when he received several dramatic visions. The first was on January the 18th and it lasted for two and a half hours and happened in a church in Southwark Street here in Boston. A physician was present and could detect no sign of life except around his heart. His breath had left him. He had a second vision on February the 4th that lasted for 13 and a half hours and was instructed to share this vision with others. William Foy was hesitant to go public due to the large amount of prejudice he would receive as an African-American during this period of America's history. Yet when he received an invitation to speak in a church and share his vision, he agreed. The church gladly heard his message and he soon got invitations over the next three months to speak in churches of all different denominations. William Foy served faithfully as a prophet in the pre-Great Disappointment period. He never said that his gift would extend for a long time or that he would receive more visions. The evidence seems to suggest that he received a specific message for a specific time and that he faithfully fulfilled this task. The second man to receive visions was named Hazen Foss. In January of 1845, he met Ellen White and told her his story. Shortly after she received her first vision, he received the exact same vision and was instructed to tell others about it, yet he didn't. Still upset after the great disappointment of 1844 and possibly not wanting to open himself to ridicule, he refused. The Lord came to him and told him that he would have another opportunity, yet if he still refused, the gift would be given to somebody else. Even with such a warning, he manifested a recalcitrant and rebellious attitude and did not share, and a strange feeling came over him, and he heard a voice say, you have grieved away the Spirit of God. Frightened and horrified, he decided he would share the vision and called a meeting of the Advent believers. He explained to those present what had happened, but when it came time to share the vision, he couldn't remember any of it, not even a single word. Those present later described it as a most horrible and sobering scene. As he spoke to Ellen White, he implored her to be faithful to the gift that God had given her and lamented himself as a lost man. He would live till his 70s and lies buried here, but in his life he would never show any more spiritual interest again.
Here in East Sullivan in northern Maine, we have the grave of William Foy. And so we have the story of two men, one obedient to the call of God and one resistant to the call of God. The best time to follow God, the best time to follow his plan for our lives is always the earliest time. It is never good to delay, to debate or to barter with God. If God is calling you to ministry, harden not your heart. Follow the Lord and share the message wherever he leads.